Welcome to the Live Your Best Life Barefoot Podcast with your hosts, Mary Morrison and Chris McCabe of Barefoot Bungalow Realty. Hello, welcome back. It's Mary and Chris here with Live Your Best Life Barefoot. Good morning. Hey, Mary. We're on episode four. Episode four. Our podcast. This morning, we want to welcome our friend, Toby Lynn. She is the branch manager of the mortgage firm. She's been in business for a long time, and I just love her. Uh, so I invited her on today to uh, to talk to us about FHA and VA, working with um, FHA and VA loans. So good morning, Toby. Welcome. Good morning, Chris and Mary. Good morning. So Toby, tell us just a little bit about you and your background and how we came to how you came to be a mortgage lender. I came to be a mortgage lender because I was an investor first. This is back in the early 80s. Okay. And I just, that was back in the time where rates were super high and everybody had to be very creative from a financing standpoint. Mm -hmm. And I just loved it, loved the deal. Yeah, and um, always have been a very big believer in home ownership. Right, and uh, that just morphed into me going into the mortgage business. And now, so you've been a mortgage lender since the eighties. Since nineteen eighty-seven is when I started. You've seen a little bit of everything. Oh yeah, no shortage. <laughs> you've been <laughs> no through shortage. all of the ups and downs, the roller coaster of the real estate market. Yeah, it, it's been fun. It's it's certainly never been boring, that's for sure. And and how does it compare with this current market this past year that we've been seeing? Um, this market is probably more frustrated for buyers and buyers agents mm -hmm. for this market just because it's been so tight and you got to be committed to making a transaction work and you know if one doesn't moving on to the next one so mm -hmm. i i think a buyer needs to be a little bit more committed to the process and understand that this is just the market we're in right now and that and the other thing is is that their realtors are working their butts off right now mm -hmm. in terms of making deals happen right i noticed uh when i was working with buyers during this season it was um a lot of education to let them know that lowball offers no longer exist right and you have to be ready to have good earnest money cash if you can you know uh maybe perhaps waiving your inspection if it's a if you know you feel comfortable doing that or you know using some different strategies to try to get the deal right a rent buyback has become um well not rent by a rent back has become mm -hmm. definitely a little bit more important to offer a seller. In, and you're saying in they're going to go ahead and buy it and then they're going to rent it back to the seller for a little while. Right. Because one of the biggest things sellers are mm -hmm. concerned about now is they get their home sold and then where are they going to move? They don't have anywhere to go. Exactly. Right. So buyers have been a lot more flexible. I'm finding just especially in Florida here, if, it's a, if they're buying it as a second home, they don't have to move in right away anyway. Exactly. Somebody there are some home. mortgage requirements around that rent buyback. Mm -hmm. um, but if, if they are paying cash or they can fit within a 60 day window, then, um, then it meets the mortgage requirements if they're getting financing. 
So tell us how FHA and VA buyers are faring in this market and what you what you're seeing and what you recommend. First of all, one of the things that's really important for the agents on both sides to understand is that if they have been in the business for a super long time or they're friendly with people that have been in the business for a super long time, um, and I'm talking 30 years ago, mm -hmm. FHA and VA definitely had more challenges than they do today. That world is gone. So a lot of sellers, agents and sellers and potentially buyers, agents just have a negative attitude about working with these loans. These are both fantastic loans. They both have to be for a primary residence only. Um, they are both more lenient, a little bit different terms, but they are both more lenient than conventional when it comes to credit issues. So for instance, on a conventional mortgage, if somebody had a foreclosure, they have to wait seven years. On an FHA, they only have to wait three years and two years for a VA. Um, bankruptcy also has a lot different credit requirements and a lot more lenient credit requirements for both. And a lot of just the old thoughts about not wanting to work with these loans are just not, they haven't been valid for many years. Um, the appraisal process is the same. The people that are coming out, I, I've heard people say that the appraisals come in lower and that just isn't true. The appraisers are the appraisers mm -hmm. and, and that is just not correct. You know, especially here in Florida, I feel like there's um, there are several people moving here that qualify for a VA loan. Oh, we have a lot of veterans down here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I call it the smallest, very smallest of rewards you get for serving us. Mm -hmm. Exactly, but it's great for a VA uh, a buyer because they um, it's 100% finance. They have no closing costs, right, or little to none. Oh, no, they have the closing costs. The, no, the closing costs are the same no matter what type of loan. Okay. The seller is allowed to contribute more mm -hmm. on a VA loan. Quite frankly, we just aren't in the market for that right now. Okay. Uh, but going back to when it was more of a buyer's market, uh, the seller is allowed to contribute more on FHA and VA than mm -hmm. they are on a conventional loan with small down payments. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. So that I thought I had a VA loan once where, uh, yeah, that the she had very little uh, closing costs, though, right? No. Well, so it, that could be. Oh. But what would have happened is the lender might have done something called lender paid costs, mm. where the and we do this on both FHA and VA. There's just not as much of a uh, spread now with the rates, but we can, as a lender, we can increase the interest rate to absorb costs. Oh, the closing costs are the same for okay. for any type of loan. Mm -hmm. Gotcha, gotcha. So I heard you say that you wrote a book about the FHA and VA uh, loans. Tell us about your book and and how our our listeners might be able to find it. 
Uh, well, a couple different ways. Somebody can pop by the office and pick them up. They're free. And another way is uh, it can be downloaded from my website at theperfectmortgagesolution.com. And it is addressing both FHA and VA lending. Theperfectmortgagesolution.com. Correct. And Toby Lynn, and um, she's the branch manager of the mortgage firm, which is located in Punta Gorda, in historic Punta Gorda. That's right. My, but my office building is actually on the historic registry. And if anybody's familiar with the downtown Punta Gorda area, I'm on Sullivan Street in the greenhouse, which is next to the purple house, which is next to the orange house, which is next to the blue house. Right. I love that block, too. And they have great uh, farmers markets or events. Saturday morning, right across the street. Exactly. It's a great little farmers market. Right. And you can always find Toby Lynn. I've been there for those events and I always see you have nice little chairs outside. And, yeah. uh, there's always something going on right outside your front door. Right. Try and got to right. have a comfortable place to sit sometimes. Right. Right. That's awesome. And then, uh, so, uh, so what else in the market uh, that you've been seeing? Tell us about some strategies that people have been, um, that you've been seeing on your end from the lender side about how buyers are winning the, um, the contracts. Um, right now, there's a lot Florida or down here in Southwest Florida, I'll say anyway, um, people are used to giving keys at closing. Uh, I come originally from a market that, Nobody did that. And mm -hmm. there were more days given after a closing. But in Southwest Florida, it's very common to have keys at closing. And one of the things that's helping a buyer win a negotiation for a purchase is to do something called a uh, rent back. The sellers are just as concerned. I, I really think it kind of helps contribute a little bit to our lack of inventory is because uh, sellers afraid to go ahead and sell their home in case they can't get a home. So one strategy could be that the buyer buys and closes the home so that the seller has their money for the down payment on the next home, assuming that's what they needed. Um, obviously, it also helps the seller to qualify for the next home. And then they allow the seller to stay as a rent back. It could be whatever they negotiate as far as the terms of that rent back goes. I will say, though, from a lender's standpoint, that we cannot see an agreement for more than 60 days for that rent back because otherwise the buyer is considered to be buying an investment property, which changes the whole terms for them. Sure. Sure. So tell us about investment properties You in terms. You, um, we're a property management company and uh, I worked, um, I have a history of working with a lot of investors and buying a portfolio. And uh, so let's just talk about that for a minute. And do you, okay. do you work with a lot of investors and their loans? And uh, yeah. So a lot of people think that the minimum down payment for an investor property is 20%, but it's actually 15%. There's mortgage insurance, mm -hmm. uh, but minimum down payment is 15%. We also are able to count 
75% of whatever the appraiser tells us the fair market rent will mm -hmm. be on that property. Um, That's good to know. That is really good to know. Yeah, give us an example for our listeners and uh, what that actually means, you know, the rent. Well, let's just say, I'll keep the numbers simple. Let's yeah. just say that the appraiser determines the fair market rent to be $1,000 a month. Mm -hmm. Then that means we can attribute $750 towards that buyer's income mm -hmm. for an investment property. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. Okay, great. Great. So uh, what are some other things that are, your, that are keeping you on your toes this uh, past season in Southwest Florida? Um, a lot of things are keeping us all on our toes during this season. I will say that since COVID started, lending guidelines have definitely become more strict. I'm asking for more things now on self-employed mm -hmm. people than I have asked for in 30 years. Oh, uh, profit and loss statements, business bank statements that I really don't remember ever even asking for, but the business bank statements help to collaborate on what the profit and loss is that gets turned in. So for self-employed, and then of course, a lot of buyers have been affected if they're hourly or commissioned, possibly depending what they do on the lack of a slowdown of income possibly in 2020 when COVID mm -hmm. shut, shut us down. I was just reading this morning. I was just reading this morning that there was a 22% increase, uh, the prices in homes in this April. And uh, I'm just wondering how that affects the first time home buyers. So people that all of a sudden they thought they could afford, they saved for two years. They thought they'd be able to buy a home this year. And then now prices went up 22%. Have you been seeing any trouble? Are there anything with first time? Homebuyers? It's, just, it's just all about qualifying and it doesn't even need to be a, a first time home buyer. Mm -hmm. One thing about FHA and VA is also their debt ratio limits are a little bit more lenient typically than what a conventional is. Oh, mm -hmm. On a VA loan, I can go way above what the acceptable is. Again, it all depends on the loan mm -hmm. itself, but um, in many cases, I can go way above what the highest requirement is for conventional and FHA. Okay. Um, Mary, uh, I was just looking at our time and we're doing really well here. How, Mary, do you have any questions or any thoughts for Katie Lynn? Well, I would love to know how you see everything playing out moving forward. Do you see our market continuing? Do you see um, us leveling off? What are, what are your thoughts since you've been around since the 80s? Well, one thing I've learned about being old and being around for a long time is that, you know, I mean, there's so many things that who could have predicted. We have a super strong market here. I mean, who the heck doesn't want to be in Southwest Florida, right? right. Yeah. I mean, there's a reason why we call it paradise. Right. Living your best life barefoot. Barefoot. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So I, I think we're going to have a strong market for a ways to go. I, I really do. Mm -hmm. I see reading that this is not a bubble. Oh, I, I don't see it as such. Mm -hmm. uh, appraisals are just starting to catch up 
with the increased. Um, that has been a little bit of an issue mm -hmm. as far as purchases. I had a loan close uh, last week mm -hmm. that was a $55,000 difference between the purchase price and the appraised value. Mm -hmm. And uh, the buyer decided to go ahead and go through with the sale and came to closing with an extra $55,000. Wow. Wow. That's great. For the, yeah. um, plus we have so many people moving down and you know, if it's a long-term home and it suits what you need, mm -hmm. then it's obviously a very personal choice to decide that. Sure. Might be worth maybe prices now. They seem like they may have been on the low side for a long time, and now they're getting to be where they where they should be. And you know, people just need to realize that this is this might be where they should be, and they're going to even go up higher. It's it's very possible because before the meltdown, mm -hmm. we even had some higher prices than there are now before right. the meltdown. Right. No way. So it seems as though uh, they're not going to go backwards from here. It seems like their prices are still going to continue to rise. Well, of course, none of us have that crystal ball. I right. mean, who would have ever predicted COVID, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But we'll just say fingers crossed and things look pretty good. Right, right. Well, Toby Lynn, we've had so much Thank fun listening so much. to you and having you on our show. Thanks for your expertise. We really appreciate it. Mm -hmm. And we look forward to, uh, I'm going to go ahead and get your book. So we're going to download that on your website, which is theperfectmortgagesolution.com. Correct. Or we can find Toby Lynn at the mortgage firm in Punta Gorda on Sullivan Street. That's Historic exactly Sullivan right. Street, right? We'll have to talk I, to we will. We will. Uh, thank you, Toby. So, Y'all have a great um, day. Yeah, so here we are, uh, are, wrapping up our fourth episode. If there's any questions that our listeners want to ask or any uh, shows, upcoming shows that you have ideas any for, topics? any topics, uh, please reach out to us. You can find us at www.barefoothumblerealty.com or on Facebook or Instagram. Right. So uh, we just want to uh, close out the show by reminding you, to live your best life barefoot. Thank you for listening to the Live Your Best Life Barefoot podcast sponsored by Barefoot Bungalow Realty. To learn more about Barefoot Bungalow Realty, go to www.barefootbungalowrealty.com or call 239-350-5535.